0: Lookers everybody. Uh, today's stuff is is hay. We pick up in the middle of Dalit Amudbet, um, the two dots, about ten lines down. So we have to uh, cover some some distance today to catch up, but uh, hopefully it'll go relatively quickly. Ketzach, Ketzach. Chalios Pesachim So the mission is working through the um, variations of how you get it to be on the twelfth, uh, thirteenth, and fourteenth. So if a uh, falls out on um, on a Monday, so the villages and the cities read on Monday because it's a Monday. It's only an issue when it's a non-Monday or a non-Thursday. Okay, so the Gemara says, who's making that noise? Oh, okay, good. So the Gemara says, got it. Why does the beginning of the Mishnah say, 12, 13, 14, and talking about the day of the month, and then when it starts giving the examples, it talks about the day of the week that it falls out on. Does it doesn't fall out on a Monday? Does not fall out on a Tuesday? Does it fall out on a Wednesday? Right? Why not say, in this case, it'll be 12 in this case, 13 in this case, right? Follow the same order of the month rather than switching to the week, to the, to the day of the week. So the Gemara says no. If you would go by the day of the month, you would have to work reverse in the week. If you said, "Well, it's going to be on the 12th when Perm falls out on a on on a uh, Sunday, and it's going to be on the 13th when Perm falls out on a you know whatever on a, on, a, on a Shabbos or on a uh, I haven't figured out on a Friday," so you would have to work back. So you the order would be an, a non-logical order because you'd be working backwards in the days of the week. It's a lot easier to talk about which day maybe of the week maybe it maybe is, the and then to do the math that way, rather than to reverse the math. Okay. Shabbat. Now, if it falls out on a Friday, so it says that the, the uh, big cities are on the 15th, the big cities and the, um, and the walled cities are on the 15th, because you're not going to read on Shabbat, on Shabbat, and the uh, villages are on the 14th. So the Gemara says like this: Masin sin mani. Who's our Mishnah? e Rebbe, e Rebbe Yosi. It could be Rebbe, it could be Reb because we're going to see there's a debate of Tanaim, and Rebi and Reb position no, yeah, would be consistent it's, with the Mishnah. It's the, Homa, which are the next. Days. That's what I said. Oh. Okay. It could be no. The, 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 if, it's, if it's if it's if it's on Friday, so on Friday you read the big cities and the walled cities, and the villages read on Thursday. So that position is either Rebbe or Reb but it's going to be debated in a bright, brighton. It's not all the Tanaim. So the Gemara says, my Rebbe or my. Rebbe my Rebbe, which is the which, which Rebbe are you referring to? Jitanya Brisa. This is a way of introducing Brightotes that show that the point of the Mishnah is actually debated. Okay, so Jitanya Uttana Brisa. Um Kalios The fourteenth falls out on Friday. by So according to this Breita, um, it says that the cities and the um, and the villages both read on a Thursday. and the and the and the walled cities read on the Friday, so pretty much nobody reads on the right time. Okay, the walled cities read on the Friday, which is the fourteenth, and the big cities read on Thursday, which is the thirteenth. The logic for that, as Gamar will explain, is you cannot that this position holds. The more important thing is that the walled cities and the uh, 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 read on a different day than everybody else. Read on a different day than the larger cities. Okay, because the you know Gamar says the Torah says Al prazim, or Yerushim baray and it's contrasting open cities with walled cities. Those always have to be different. So since you can't read the wall cities on Shabbos, you're going to have to read them on Friday. But if you're reading them on Friday, you can no longer have in the big cities to continue to be on Friday, so then you're going to have to push push back to Thursday. Okay, so that starts with that principle that you have to keep 14 and 15 distinct. So that's, what, that's, the, that's the Tanakhama. And then Rebbe says the position of our Mishnah. Rebbe Omer, Rebbe says, Omer, Ani, I disagree. I say, The big cities stay where they are. They're on Friday, on the 14th. So you have the walled cities and the big cities on the same day. They'll both be on a Friday. Okay. So now the Gemara says, So that's the debate. Okay, so now the spells out the different uh, reasons. My time at the Tanakama, what's the motivating issue for the Tanakhama? It should be this way every year. Right? and they're two separate days. Kosha Kafim. The same way the general rule is that the city the, the unwalled cities precede the walled cities. Here too, the unwalled have to precede the walled. So, if the walled are going to have to be on the on Friday, the fourteenth, so the unwalled will have to be the day before. So, um, so the Amos, So the says, but there's another. You know, issue at stake here. It should be like it is every year. The same way in a normal year, you do not move the date of the unwalled cities, unless there's like a really compelling reason, like it's on Shabbos, but the general rule is you don't move the date of the unwalled cities. Those are the 14th. So here too, maybe we should say keep it on the 14th. And uh, let the kips fall where they may, so it'll be the same date as the walled city. So, the Gemara says no. Okay, that's true. There are a lot of things we do every year. The question is, which one has to give? So here, it's not possible to keep the 14th on the right day, because the more important principle is 15th and 14th have to be different days. Okay, so for the Tanakama, that is the more important principle, keeping 14th and fifteen distinct the Rebbe, and Rebbe obviously has a different principle that's more important. (laughs) My Taima, what's his reason? My Taima, what's his reason? The same way we like to keep the unwalled cities in their regular place on the 14th, it's not that we never change it, but that's what we want to prioritize. Here too, you keep them on the 14th, and if that results in the walled and the unwalled reading on the same day, both reading on Friday the 14th, so let it be. The aim the says, How about the other principle? How about the general idea that the unwalled precede the walled cities? Well, Shani Yochazu Efrayim. Okay, but you can't do that here because you know you got you got to choose between your principles. Is it basically going to be let's keep the fourteenth? Let's keep the unwalled before the wall. That's the Tanakama, or let's not move the fourteenth unless absolutely necessary. And that's ready, and that's the position of our Mishnah. That's what f means. There's a lot means that would go into Shabbos, and it's not a walled city, and there's something that with that. No, that's why you have to move the 15th. But that's not, it's not low F-sharp to move the 14th, you can just move the 14th back to the 13th, which is what the Tanakama does. Okay, so the So that's anyway the opinion of our mission, but the is pointing out that according to the Tanakama of this bright, there's another possibility. Have the, uh, you know, move the 14th, move the 15th and the 14th to keep those on separate days. My Reb Yosi, now where's the Reb Yosi that also holds like Rebbe, but introducing Reb Yosi will also introduce a third possibility of what to do in this Friday scenario. It falls out on a Friday. So walled cities and the villages go back to a Thursday. So listen to this possibility. We're going to keep. We're going to keep the fourteenth on the day. We won't move that unless it's absolutely necessary. So the unwalled cities stay in the fourteenth. But I also agree that walled cities and unwalled shouldn't be on the same day. So what am I going to do? I'm, not, I'm going to have them go all the way back to Thursday. The walled cities and the villages will be on Thursday. So at least it will keep the walled and the unwalled distinct. All right? They read, early, they read before the before unwalled. Before the unwalled, right. Wow. <laughs> so, So, uh La No, come on. You cannot have the walled cities come before the unwalled, especially if you think about the irony, right? Because the whole point is, is that the walled cities the Nace, continued further. So to say the walled cities have a celebration on the fourteenth Okay, you know, the primary victory occurred on the 14th, even in Shushan. So it makes sense to have, I mean, it occurred on the 13th, they celebrate on the 14th, you know. So it makes sense the 14th is least relevant for Shushan, right? So, but to go all the way earlier, you know, that seems to make no just sense. reading it, as opposed to also the other things we do, like the mitzvah. Um, so that's a good point. We're going to get to the issue of the other mitzvahs of the day. And you're right that, you know, this is specifically about the reading of it. So you don't have to necessarily make the, the bigger argument that the whole yom is, you know, is not relevant. It's a good point. But still, you would want the reading to correspond to you know some significance as yeah, the formalism is undermining the content <laughs> exactly that's a good point so the like our Mishnah fourteenth and fifteenth read on Friday and the would just read on Thursday. Okay, so Limar just spells out what clearly are the principles here. The same way in general, we try to keep the big cities on the 14th, 6th, and we try to keep the, the, the walled and the unwalled on different days, not necessarily one preceding the other, but at least different days. So here too... So, um, uh, even if it means having the 15th go earlier and go on a Thursday. So the says, Why don't we say, look, but the general rule is that every year, even maybe we don't have to say the walled cities always come after the, the, the unwalled, but at least they never come before the unwalled. Here too, let's say they don't come before. Well, no. look, we don't have all of our choices available here. Something's got to give. So I'd rather keep make them earlier in order to keep them distinct. My time is Reb Yossi. What's the reason of Reb Yossi? Like we said before, No, for me, I'm not going to let the wall, They might be on the same day as the unwalled, but they're not going to be before the unwalled. The emu kavim Theyemo be khosna be chana Marcos sanavsan az manosozello's manoshel how about the idea of keeping them as distinct days Afkans manosozello's manoshel say here too, let let's keep them as distinct days mrs no shani akhazelo fshar here there's no option Okay, meaning that no option, but you've got to choose between no bad options, option. no, I mean, so no nothing option that, you like. that he likes. Exactly. Okay, now I do think that the interesting thing that emerges from this, and I'm not going to sort of give an answer right now, but I want you to think about, I mean, not like I have an answer, but I want you to sort of think about and grapple with is, you know, the big the, one of the big like Chidushim of the Megillah and of the and of the Masechet, because this Masechet institutionalizes it, right? The Megillah just mentions, you know, what uh, what happened in Shushan, that Shushan had an extra day. And it says the Prazim keep the 14th, and it never says what the non-Prazim keep, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not even so explicit, although it does say 14th and 15th. Okay, maybe everybody would have had a Shushan Purim, who knows? Anyway, but what our Mishnah and what Chazal do, they institutionalize the idea of different days of Purim. And we don't have that by any other chag, right? I mean, we have two days of Yantev and Chutlav, but fundamentally different days of a chag. The whole idea, as I've said before, is that, you know, one of the things that unifies the people is that they all keep the same type of, like, liturgical calendar, right? The difference between, like, Eastern Orthodox, you know, and Western Christianity, you know, is uh, different uh, calendars of the holidays and so on, how do you keep your calendar. So the idea that you're dividing the people into two separate days, you know, which seems like, it's like, A, you have to explain why. Why did we allow that? to happen? Isn't that a bad thing? But then it almost is like we are reinforcing it, like we're making even multiple different days, 13th, 11th, plus, et etc. So that you could actually say, maybe that doesn't reinforce it. Maybe it actually helps. Like, if there's a lot of options, it's not like we're two separate people, the walled cities and the unwalled cities. It's like, there are a lot of possible days that we could read. But it's interesting to think in how we increase the options. And here, too, the positions that say, I'm going to insist that you keep 14th and 15th distinct, whether it's by making Making, you know, th- however it's going to be done. But there are two opinions here that are insisting, whether it's by making one earlier, whether it's pushing both days, we have to keep them distinct. We don't like the idea that they should be together. I think it raises a very fascinating question. Like, shouldn't that be a, like certainly not a bad thing, you know, that we, that it's possible that we're all are going to celebrate on the same day. So, I, 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 I do want to have that. We don't Pasuken that way in this case, right? In this case, we them that they will read on the same day. That's our Mishnah, that's webby, okay, that they both read on Thursday. But I do think it's something to certainly think about. Yes, Sally? I think, it, before you get into all the details of it, it's just a basic system of rabbinic law calendarizing events. Mm-hmm. Just the way that, you know, if if the uh, Chayta Egal and the Rambam have to be assigned dates on the calendar, uh-huh. so all the things that happened in Megillah have to have a date, on... Uh, the more dates on the calendar, the better, you know? Uh, we, we like to have a calendar filled with dates. Filled with <laughs> <laughs> that, that's an interesting... That's, a, that's an interesting point. Like, the whole fact that, okay, we have all these summer months. Well, we have the three weeks. And that then leads us up to Elul. And that then, like, there's, like... Right, we make a point of the fact that Marchesha doesn't have any dates in it. So Neither does. Okay, that, that's an interesting point. But I, but I do... But I, I still think the question about why would you want to insist that you keep the 14th and 15th separate... Right. It, you, oh, so you're saying because you want to have multiple dates, but here you're going to have multiple dates anyway. You're going to have a Thursday and a Friday. The question is just how do you distribute which does the Thursday and which does the Friday? So I still do think it's a relevant question, Charlie. What do you want to say? Yeah. There's one other case where things are read on different days when first day of Shabbat falls on Friday there are several weeks where the Torah readings differ between Israel and the Diaspora. Yeah, but that's not, um, that's true. But but, but but again, that's not so much like a Bahad, you know, right. And that, but, but there are those differences, that is true. Okay, so let's continue. Anyway, so to me, definitely something that's very distinct about Megillah is the separation of the celebrations. Okay, so now the Gemara is like this. Um... Uh, where are we? Um so, so the Gemara says like this. Uh the summer Rebbe I writes was said Does Rebbe really hold that we're gonna insist again, unless it falls out on Shabbos, but we're gonna insist that the that the that the unwalled cities are on the fourteenth and they don't get pushed back to a Monday Thursday? The Hatanya, but we taught in Brisa. Chalios Shabbos, when it comes out on Shabbos. Kfar Yomaknisa. So the villages go back to the Thursday. Variskedolos Karim be of Shabbos, and the big cities read on Friday. Mukavos Chamos Lamachar and of course the uh, walled cities are Sunday because that's the natural day. Okay, Rebbe Omer. So that's okay. You can't do it on Shabbos. You got to do it on a Friday. All's well and good, but Rebbe says. Ani, Since you're already moving the unwalled cities from their, you know, from their fixed day, you're pushing them back from Shabbos to Friday. You might as well push them all the way back to Thursday, and make life more convenient on people and have everybody read, everybody in the unwalled, read on the same day, everybody read on, the, read on Thursday. So you see he's willing to move it back to a Thursday. So why wouldn't he, when it fell out on a Friday, why was he unwilling to move it back to a Thursday? So the answer is obvious. Hachi hasa. How can you compare those cases? Hossam's manam Shabbosi. There, the 14th fell out on a Shabbos. The the dinidchu yidochu. Like Rabbi says, if you're already moving today, so we'll move it to Thursday. That's more convenient. The in the case we were talking about, it was a Friday. So and when, it's, when you're able to keep it on its regular day, he's not going to move it to Thursday just to make life easier. Okay. Who is it calling like that which, we, that which Rabbi Chalbot taught? The name of So when Purim falls out on Shabbos, everybody is going to be on Thursday. So, hako nidachem really, everybody? So, haikam Da Abdi Lamacha. what about the wall cities? They're going to do it on Sunday, why should they move? Ela hako nidachem shalchadaytach, anybody that we're going to be moving, we're going to move back to Thursday. So, keman, ke Rebbe, that's like Rebbe, if you're already moving the 14th from Shabbos, you might as well push it back to Thursday. Um, and I would point out that, again, like, Rebbe in the Mishnah that has the benefit of minimizing the distribution of days. Right, might as well if we're able to collapse, you know, the Kfarm and, and, and the Ayaros. We might as well. So it seems like Rebbe is not problem is not is not uh, does not find it problematic to keep de- to overlap days, and sometimes maybe even prefers that. Okay. Um, so the G'mon says like this, everybody nonetheless, clearly the assumption of, all, of our entire mission, all these brytos, is Megillah Shabbos lo Karino we can't read the Megillah on Shabbos. My time, it never is explained why not. So Amarabah, famous statement of Rabbah, everybody's obligated to read the Megillah, and the Aina call, the T'shiyah is clearly a later insertion, the Eina call B'Kim B'mikra Megillah, but not everybody knows how to read it. So here you are at home, You own a Megillah, presumably, but you don't know how to read it for yourself. So You'll go, you'll take it in your hand, you'll go over to your next-door neighbor, oh, he knows how to read, and he'll teach me how to read. The around and you come to carry it. Okay, which is a little funny because if you have somebody else in the town who knows how to read, presumably they own a megillah, but name. not necessarily. Yeah. You know, maybe the maybe he's not, maybe you know, maybe he, he's not wealthy enough to own a megillah. He knows how to read. Like, a lot of people, I think, know know how to read, but yeah. don't necessarily own a megillah. So you wind up carrying your megillah to that person. The high new, now that's what all Rabba says. Then, it's important to recognize that the next line is introduced by the Stam of the Gemara, because you see the shift to Aramaic. The high new time of the shofar, the high new time of the lulav. Oh, the same reason is for shofar and lulav, because shofar and lulav we know are two other days that you do not, two other things that you will not do on Shabbos. So okay. Now the thing to notice is, is that you know, and when we learned Masechet Sukkot, we discussed this, and Masechet Rosh Hashanah. It's possible maybe shofar and lulav. There's other reasons why you don't do it on Shabbos. Um, you know, shofar. The Gemara quotes a pasuk about ziklo and trua, yom trua. You know, the idea that even if it's not a malacha, still the, the sound is some sense of a violation of Shabbos, that type of a thing. Who knows what the other reasons are, but all of this comes from, Rabbah made one claim about the reason by Megillah, and then the Gemara expands that to all these other three cases. All we know from the Tanaitic material is you don't do these things on Shabbos. Okay, and our assumption that, oh, the reason you don't do it is because you're afraid you'll come to carry is all based on a statement Rabbah makes by Megillah that gets expanded by the Stam of the Gemara to the other cases. The Ushami does not necessarily, certainly by, by, by Shofar, and does not necessarily buy in that that's the only reason, or that that is the reason why these things are not done on Shabbos. Just one minute, and I want to even show you that the next line of the Gemara suggests at least another reason for Megillah. So the Gemara says, and <laughs> Yosef Amar, because you read the Megillah, it says says 'Matanos Levyonim,' and you have all the poor in the show, and there, you know, this is like the greatest opportunity. They're, they're, they want to put their hands them. out, but it's Sabbath, it. I'm sorry, I can't give. You know, somebody once commented to me, um, you know, um, uh, like he says, you know, he says the difference in terms of like in synagogues as opposed to in churches, you know, it says never underestimate the power of being able to pass around the collection." It's after the sermon. Right? In a synagogue, you cannot pass around the collection plate after the sermon. It. It's this, So you can talk about the importance of tzedakah or whatever you're talking about, but then you can't go ahead and have people immediately act on it. So here you're reading the Megillah. What a great opportunity, you know, for people, for the Anim to say, okay, Marcelo Savioni, new, and if you don't do it on that day, they're going to wind up getting a lot less, and they're certainly going to feel despair, despair at the time of the reading of the Megillah. So a very different reason, nothing to do with carrying. What does he think the reason is for chauffeur and Lou Love? Who knows? We'll figure out what that reason is, but nothing to do with caring. Now Tosvos is not happy with the idea that that there could be this reason that's not based on caring. If you look at Tosos, Ref Yosiv Ami Nishianem Shalanim Nesuas Mikras Megilla. So it says, He doesn't really argue on the reason of carrying. There's no other reason for shofar and lulav. There's another reason here as well, etc. Okay? But that's not necessarily shocked. The Gemara is the one that extended Raba to shofar and lulav. Rev. Yosef has a different reason of Megillah, maybe has a different reason, maybe there's a different reason for shofar and lulav as well. Yes, David, you had a question. Uh in a walled city. Oh, that's an excellent point. Yes, a so walled city uh there's no problem with caring. So why to so such an excellent point. So according to Ravel, what's the whole issue of a walled city? Not doing get on this Yeah. Uh, especially because we're going to see later that it has to have really walls on all four sides. Now, it is possible that you have a walled city and you didn't make, like, you know, an Erev Chatzeros, but then we're dealing with the Rabbanon problem. You know, or you could have a walled city that has so much, the Gemara says, like, if the doors of Yerushalayim weren't locked at mm-hmm. night, then that would create a Rosh even in Yerushalayim, but still the likelihood is much, much rarer. It's an excellent point. Like, because yeah, you know, because you can't say, like, low plug. The whole category is walled cities. I don't know. People must talk about it. I have to look that up. That's a great question. Okay. So that, that at least, and, and clearly you move the walled cities from the 14th as well. You know, Satosis might answer, well, that's why right. Yosef gives an additional reason. He reads it as an additional, not an alternative. Okay. Tanya Namihachi, we talked similarly. Alpha Pishamu Klamakdimu Miamaknisa. And this is going to support Rev. Yosef's idea about the importance of having Matanosa Yonim the same day of the reading of the Megillah. Even though they said that the villages do it on a Monday and a Thursday, the general early reading, Govin vim o That the other thing we push up, Michael's asking, it's just the Mikra Megillah we push up. How about the Seudah, right? How about, you know, the other mitzvah, Mishloach Manot. So here we're seeing that the matanot Levionim is coupled with the mikra megillah exactly for this reason: of you reading in the mish and the megillah matanot Levionim, you have to act on it. You do not want to create despair amongst the the, the aniyim that they're hoping for and not getting it. The other point I made also: people hopefully will give more if they're doing it immediately in response. So when you read the megillah early, you also do the matanot leevyonim early. Not right. only do you collect it early, right? If all the question is how much will people give, maybe you collect it early, but we'll distribute it on Purim. You know, no, that's the point that the aniyam are now waiting for it. So not only do you collect it on that date, you distribute you it on that date as well. So, we'll get to that. With that, we're not, you know, that, so, so hold off on that, right? The remaining questions are Mishloach um, Manot and the Seuda. okay. Um wait. Tani we, we talked similarly. I'm sorry, no, oh, I read that. Alpha Amru. Okay. Pisha Amru, even though they said you do it early, you collect on that you collect early as well. Mishum the it's because you're reading early, therefore you collect early. It's actually although. Ella, okay, fine. That's what it means. because they said you're going to read early on a Monday, Thursday, You also collect that day and distribute that day. Because the anim are looking, you know, to the reading of the Megillah Everybody's going to be around, they're going to be gathered, they're going to say, finally, like, here's a great opportunity. People will actually give us some tzedakah. Okay. Vow, going back to Michael's point, simcha enen ohegis mana. The rejoicing, meaning the su'udas uh, purim, that is only in the right time, that only is on the actual date, so the 14th or the 15th. Even. So, if they, right, well, if they want to use their money for the Suda, whatever. Anyway, the suuda is only on the date of uh, the real date, not on the early date. This would also apply if you read early because of Shabbos. So the remaining mitzvah we didn't cover, Megillah would be early, Matanosev goes with Megillah, suuda goes with Mano, so what's the one thing we haven't dealt with? Mishlach Manot. Mm-hmm. So, Mishlach Manot is basically understood to be, you're sending Manot, you're sending food, because that's going to be eaten at the suuda. That's a way of sharing the suudah. So, I mean, so if Matanot Sev Yonim goes with Migilah, Mishloach Manot goes with the suudah. Both of those are Bo Bayom. Okay? What's interesting uh, is, yes. is that, uh, you know, you sort of have the tension of Shabbat and Purim, because you want to have a nice suudah for Shabbos, but if you're doing it earlier, you may not have as much for Shabbos, because, you know, these poor people and... You know what I'm saying? Depending on when you do it. In other words, if no, you're saying honestly. that we're makdimim everything, we want Yeah. want to... Mishra- not makdimim the suda, what do you mean? No, what? I'm sorry? Well, you're not makdimim the suda. The suda is on the day that it falls. You're makdimim with, you're makdimim Mikra Megillah with Matanosev Yonim and the suda Mishroch Manot you keep on the day. Okay? It doesn't say Mishroch Manot, but that's the assumption. All right. Yes? Mishroch Manot requires you to take things from one place to another. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, that's, um, um, that's a very good point. Um, it's a very good point. Well, this case of Maksim. Right, but his point is that it does become quite ironic. Uh, a, his point about the Mikra Megillah and the Krachim, and here the Mishrochma notes. So this case is. All right, I, I got to look into both of those. Excellent points. All right. Um, the Gemara says like this. Amara. Megillah bismana karinosara filu b'yachit. Shalom bismana ba'asara. So now we get to this Pirsume Nisa issue, which was so important. We saw before about how weighty it is and the inclusion of women and all these other issues. So here, then the question should come up, if Pursume Nisa is such a central part of Mikra Megillah, maybe you should need to do a Ptisibur, right? Now, you know, you, you know, we light Hanukkah candles and we say it's about Pirsume Nisa. We don't say it's Ptisibur, but at least we say it has to be in a place where it's visible and it has to be at a time when people are, are walking around the streets. So maybe there has to be that element by Mikra Megillah as well. So here the Gemara introduces that possibility. Amarav Megillah Mana koinot If you're reading it on the right time, it's not an early date, then even an individual can read it. You can read it even without the aspect of pirsume uh, nisa. Well, let's take a look. You can read it even as a, as a private individual. Shalobi's mana, not in its right time, when you're doing it like early Monday, Thursday, or whatever it is. Asara you need ten people. You need it to be a, you know, you need it to be pirsume Birabim. By the way, ten people, does that necessarily mean ten 10 men and a minion idea, or is the idea of rabim not the same as minyan? It's not necessarily drumsha bikdusha, right? You know, the issues come up, for example, when we say, as, as, well, maybe it's not so radically different because events of the time of Nigila. But anyway, if we say the idea, well, actually, Hanukkah, rather. But anyway, you say the idea that there's an idea of what do you call it about? Um, Kiddush Hashem, right? That if it's like the rabim, mm-hmm. you know, martyring is, somebody has to martyr themselves, the rabim, if there certain cases, you know, in certain cases, so, uh, the p'sak of the Marame Rittenberg is that's not defined by ten men, right? The idea of Rabim is not an idea of Dvarm Shavichtusha, it's an idea of like, many people. So, anyway, there's an interesting question about the idea of Rabim by Megillah as well, when there's this idea, does it mean the sense of Minyan, or how do you define the ten? So, that's number one, that point of the Asara, but going back then... To this, so that it's about, about you know, because as I'm saying, could play a role of Rabim, it could play a role of like Dvarim shabikdusha which is a sort of different type of role. But here, there's this difference. If you're reading it to Lobis Mana, it has to dock to have that element of Pirsume so what's the aspect when it's bismana does it not need pure sumenisa? so you could take it two ways you could say you know you could be mechayama with pure and without pure sumenisa. obviously it's best to be mechayama with pure sumenisa, but if you're already doing it at the right time you know maybe technically you can do it even without that element will allow a part like the, the non-full kium if already we're sort of compromising and having it not the right time and especially if you realize that the reason we push it early is at a communal level. We don't push it early at an individual level. We do it for like a community for the whole Kfar for the whole for the whole year, right? That's why we're doing it early. So then, it also has to be, you know, sort of uh, done at that communal level. That's one way of doing it. Rashi tries to say that if you're doing it at the right time, you'll always get pirsum enisa. So if you look at Rashi, bizmana top of the daf, l'yerdal if er, mitochu chova bo beyom al kol yochid beyochid kono safila beyochid al kol bo v'ika pirsum hanes. Since since this is the fixed time, everybody's going to read today, so even if everybody's reading individually, maybe everybody's doing like a pure for themselves. You know, I don't exactly get it, because, you know, if you know, the whole village is reading early, then every, all the villages are. But maybe the difference is the village is reading early, but the town is not. So some of the people of this current population are reading and some of this population are not reading. That's not the same idea of a Pearson Hanais if everybody in this population is involved in it even if they're involved in it at the private level. So you can try to sort of unpack that, but Rashi tries to claim that when it's bismana, and presumably bismana means everybody, you know, and therefore everybody is doing it, you don't have to worry about whether you're performing it the rabbi or biyahi. When it's shelo bismana, it requires more of the element of rabbi. Um So that's the initial position. Ravar of Yomer, Beinbi's Shalobi's Manab, asara. Whether in its right time or not in right time, you always need Asara, which means, no, you always need this fuller element of Pirsum Hanes, right? It's, by the way, it's somewhat similar to the whole issue of lighting Hanukkah candles inside the house and not in the window. Can you have a Pirsum Hanes for B'nai Bias? Like, a personal Pirsum Hanes. And he's saying, no, you always need this Pirsum Hanes going outside, going to other people. It always has to be B'tzibor or Be'rabim. Havi Uvda, there was a case. What? Alright, let's take. Let me finish this. Havi the Rav, Ravasi. There was a case that, that was read once Shaloh Bizmana, and, you know, maybe again it was being pushed earlier because of a Shabbos, maybe it was a case of a village, and Rav, although he said that you need. Um, I'm sorry, no, excuse me. There was a case where it was Bizmana, excuse me. It was a case where it was and although Rav says Bismanah you could do it, Biyachid, Rav made a point. Of being concerned for the position of Ravasi and trying to insist that he would do it for Rabim. So here, sort of giving, you know, in terms of practice, he's inclined towards being machmir, at least like Ravasi, always doing it for Rabim. So, miyamarav hagi, would Rav really say that? To get, to like always push you to do it for Rabim, even if it's the case of bizmana? So we have this teaching in the name of Rav. When Purim falls out on Shabbos, er Shabbos is manam. So the time becomes Friday. So what does it mean, Eric Shabbat manam. Their time is Friday. Ha Shabbat manam. No, their date is Shabbat. We might read it early, but the date isn't Friday. Elav Hachikamah. This must be what he means. Shirob Manam. Manam. If we're not talking about the villagers reading early, we're talking about shifting the whole date from a Shabbat to a Friday, then Friday has the status of Zmano. So what's the significance of having the status of zmano? Mazmano, zmano mafilo the same way when it's normally on the right date, you can do it private. Shalo zmano afilo biyachid, then shalom zmano, you could also do it biyachid, if the whole date has shifted. Meaning, the idea, where do we see that it matters whether you call something zmano or not, for Mikra Megillah, right? It only matters according to Rab, that says bismano, you can read it biyachid, and shalom zmano you need to do it berabit. Okay, otherwise we haven't seen this concept as mano. And now we says within Rab, there's two scenarios of Shilobi's mano. There's the case where the villagers read early. That's a real Shalobi's mano. That's when he says you need to do a barabim. As that Rashi explains, part of the population is reading, part is not. There to get a Pir Sumay Nisla, you have to do a barabim. Then there's another case where the entire date is fell out on Shabbos, and for, even, for all the cities, the entire population is reading on Friday. That, he says, then Friday becomes Zmano, and therefore you can read it, even Biyach, because everybody is reading it on that day. It's not like a split population like the villagers. So the says, look, you see that Rav is not going like Ravasi. Rav is saying by his position that says that there's a difference between Zmano and Shilobi Zmano. So the says, Well, not necessarily. Reading in Mikra Megillah Basara, I could tell you, that when it comes to reading of the Megillah, Rav holds like Ravasi, and whether it's Zmano, whether it's not Zmano, you always need to do it with ten. So for what reason would we say Friday is Zman, if the idea of Zmano isn't relevant for the idea of whether you need 10 people or not. So Fuke, me to Rebbe to exclude the position of Rebbe, Rebbe says, if you're moving it from Shabbos already, don't, don't put it on Friday, put it all the way back to Thursday. It's not telling you there's a conceptual difference between an idea of zmano and not zmano. It's a way of underscoring, like it's a way of, you know, of, uh, of, um, of, 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 pushing back against the position of Rebbe. You, say, hey, you might as well push it, you know, you might as well put it to Thursday. No! Friday is the right time, not Thursday. So it really is not coming to tell you anything of halachic import. It's just coming to underscore that it's rejecting the position of Rebbe. So in the end, we're left with the fact that Rav says that Shiloh Bizmano, certainly where the case is it's a split population, like the villagers are reading in a different date than the townspeople, Rav, everybody agrees you need to do it by Bizmano is a debate, but in the end, Rav is inclined to go like Ravasi, and the government wants to interpret Rav consistent with Ravasi, that would say even Bizmano you need to do it by Now that's not our practice. So Rashi and Tosus both insist that based on another Gemara, it's clear that you could be Yotze Biyachit. But what this is doing, the position of Ravasi, is saying that that's really like a bidyevid way of fulfilling it. That's true, you can be Yosei Biyachid, but it's not just like, you know, I can daven Biyachid, I can non-bisibur, it's better to daven Biyachid, you know, but it's not like I said bidyevid davening Biyachid, although don't tell other people that, okay, but, you know, but that's like, okay, that's, I get a higher team if I do it bitsibur. Here, it's different. Fundamentally, you say, the mitzvah is about Pirsu Me and fundamentally, it starts Beravim. But it is true that if you didn't do it Beravim, you could still be Yotzeh, to the point that, look at Tosfos. He says, So Tosfos says, First of all, we rule like Rav, and then he goes you know, about the first version of Rav, that you can do it, and he says, the oh now I'm like two lines down in the narrow lines middle of the line the oh the Reb Asi Tommy drops I'm sorry he says like this for Rebenu Yosef where the asterisk is Ishurushalayim I don't know what that is Pasach the af biyachid tsarich levarich the rashish, sebetshuvas rashi sheishiv nira beinai the loshnat yachid the loshnat zibur echem levarch vacheim shomim and the etc so Tosafos even has a hava Mina that when you're doing it biyachid you don't make the bracha. Now you could say maybe you don't make the bracha Mm -hmm. of Shazenisen because you don't have the Pearson Hanes aspect. Maybe he's not questioning the other brachas, but it seems like Tosus is questioning. Maybe all the brachas shouldn't be made when you're doing it biyachid. Maybe there's a real type of a b'di'evit fulfillment and doesn't even deserve the bracha of Al Mikra Megillah. But minimally, it might not. It would might not deserve the bracha of Shas because it might be lacking in a si- significant way the Some Hanes component. So there is a question that do we pass him like Rav or not? But the other point is that nobody would say you're not yotze according to Rav Asi, but you. Might be saying it's a really very bidyvit type of fulfillment, okay, and that's an important cheshbon. Like you know, somebody says, "I got a rush rush off to work." We discussed the other day that the reading in the Megillah of the morning halachically really, um, you know, more weighty than the reading at the night. Okay, I know, but I got to read a good rush off to work, so I'll go to work, and then when I come back, I'll read it to myself, right? So here the point would be, you know, that that to appreciate is that a you know how to make that type of a if you really say it's a very biddievet fulfillment, at least according to Ravasi, yes. There's Robin, which is, I guess, technically filled, if you have ten people, well then what about the idea of, you know, going to the bigger minion in town and stuff like that? We're right, so that's an interesting question, right? Do we uh, do we? All, yeah, so... We certainly don't do that around here. Right, yeah, I mean, there are some pi- opinions about that, but I'm not sure if you have to, like, everybody is getting the peer, every reading of it is being the farce, same it to a Robin, and you have multiple Robins, and sort of like, everybody's getting the message, you know, so um... Uh, you know, it's a good, it's, it's a good question about whether, um, you know, whether there are there postings that insist that you should, I mean, normally that's framed in the context of like berovam Hadras Melech, that it's a more, and even in the context of berovam Hadras Melech, we don't pay attention to that, and we've had a long history of, you know, having multiple different minyanim and choices and so on. But here you want to say, in addition to the normal berovam, there's maybe a greater sense of fear, some, and ace, when it's a larger community all at once, rather than multiple parallel communities. Um, Um, Okay, so now I have a lot of things I need to look up, okay? (laughs) I I, I vaguely remember that there's some discussion about that, but I I have to double-check it. Question before we go to the next question. On the first day, we were discussing about days, and... um, the 15th sometimes does fall out on Shabbat in our calendar, and none of us knew what the current practice is in Yerushalayim. Yeah, it's, you, 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 you separate these things out, and, oh, that's reminding me about the, uh, about, the Mishloch space yeah. about, um, about Mishloch Manot, Mish- yeah. about Mish- Mishulash, right, because... Right, right, right. I said it incorrectly before, right? Because what you do in Yerushalayim by Torah Mishulash is you read Megillah early, and you have Matanot LaEyonim early. It's on, it's on Shabbos. This is on Shabbos. So you read Megillah early, right? You have the Seud on Shabbos, and you do the Mishloach Manos on Sunday. So I actually, I actually misspoke. That it's, and that's because that, even though it's a walled city, but certainly when you're Mkdemiing because of not the village case. In the village case, right? You know that I, what I would. say, Thing would be correct if you were, the villagers would go back to a Monday then they would have the Seuda and the Mishroach on the same day but when you're going back because of Shabbos then you put the Mishroach the day after so even though the Shlak is, is about the, it's kind of connected to the Yeah, seuda. I know, I know, I know. But that answers I'm gonna I, I'm gonna double check <clears throat> all of this, but that answers uh, David's question, if that's correct, about the issue that Mishlak Manos is about sending things, so what are you doing? So right, so if you keep Mishlach Manos with the Suuda when you're going early because of like you're the villager mm-hmm. and the normal date is a non Shabbos state. But if the normal date is a Shabbos date, you know, that's what they do now in Yerushalayim, and they have three, three if they, if they have it, Friday is the Kriya Shabbos is the Se'udah, and the Mishos Manos is Sunday. Ah, okay. <laughs> All right, so now the conversation is like this. good Yirgedola, what is the big city? We saw that before. You need ten people that are sitting around not doing anything. Ten people that are in the show, ready to make a minion. Um, otherwise, it's not a big city. It would be a village, and it would get pushed back to the market day. Less than this is a village. The and gets pushed back. The So, regarding the reading of the Megillah, they say that there are times you'll do it early, and not, but you'll never do it late, right? It's, it does never goes. You never do something like you never do the the fourteenth, you know, later than the fourteenth, and you never do the fifteenth later than the fifteenth. Ate kohanim probably is some We we just saw this in Tanit. The, the the day that people would have that special holiday of bringing of bringing um, wood to the base of Mikdash the Tish B'Av, and when the 9th of Av, and as Rashi pointed out, other fast days as well. Chagiga, as the bringing of a Korban Chagiga, normally you would bring on the first day of Yuntiv, but if the first day of Yuntiv falls out on the Shabbos, you can't do it. The Hakel, Hakel which you would do at the beginning of a Shemitah cycle on Sukkot, the day after after Sukkot, but if that, I mean, the day after, um, yeah, yeah, but if that, right, but if that day falls on, um, actually, the day, the day, the first day of Hamoed of Sukkot, excuse me, not after all of Sukkot, so if that day falls out on Shabbos, you can't do it. We'll see why in the Gemara. So if all of these things can't be done on their right day because they fall out on Shabbos, and you don't fast on Shabbos, et cetera, and you wouldn't bring the wood to the base on Mixta Shabbos. It's not so Yom so Tov um, so huh. Well, if you look at the side, they switch the gizot to Yom Tov Rishon because it actually is, okay, um, but actually there's some issue about that, all right, so anyway, um, okay, anyway, all these cases, um, so in all of these cases where you have to push it off, so, where are we? Uh, you push it off to Sunday, and you don't push it earlier to Friday, and we'll see why you're in the Gemara. Afa pi shaamru Now also, although they said you read the Megillah early on a Thursday and a and on a Monday in these villages, the loma achin, and and here's the line, Matanos Yonim is not Mutarim, but okay. So um meaning is that's when you do Matanos Yonim. So although you you know, you read it earlier, right? Although you read, although you read it early, that day itself of reading is not the yomtiv. So if you're reading on a Monday or a Thursday, and the real fourteenth falls out, I don't know on a Wednesday, and you're reading on a Monday, so that Monday it might be it's a day of doing the mitzvah Micra mikra but it's not purim. Purim is still Wednesday, and therefore you can have a hesped and a Tynis on that Monday. Okay, it's not. It's a day where you can have these. So, all right, let's, that, That's not in the Gemara. Okay, <laughs> so the Chag of Purim remains on its right day, but the early day of the early day of reading is just the mitzvah of reading and does not, and therefore does not make it forbidden to have a tes- and to do a fast. But, like we said before, what you do do, together with the reading, is the gifts to the poor. So with the reading comes the gifts to the poor, but does not come the whole idea of the Chag of Purim. The Chag of Purim remains in its right date, and that's when the Simcha is. Amar Yehuda, Amasai, Amasai, um, when is it true that you, the villagers read earlier, if these villagers actually come into the town on Monday and Thursday, but if it's a scenario where you have villages, but they don't come into the towns on Mondays and Thursdays, so then we don't allow them to read early, the whole point of reading early is because they're coming into the towns on those days. Okay, so a lot of things here about wrapping up this idea about reading earlier in the villages. So back to the Gemara, I mean to the Gemara, Tana, Asar learning means ten people hanging around in Shul, you know, to be available for a million. So the idea about being a minion man or whatever already has a very long history. Batlani, that sounds like a negative. Yeah, I know. But it means they're like readily available to, uh, you know, they're sitting around, they're cola guys that are there on the Shul. <laughs> what? And maybe, maybe it means retired. Okay, you if Rashi says, if you look at Rashi, they're not doing any work. They're not doing any work. They're not doing any work. Raji explained it completely I was like you're paid to, get off to, 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 to not work so that you're always available to make a minion so there's this joke I don't know how funny it is there's this joke that if this guy appears before a judge you know whatever he's uh, giving testimony so they say state your name and profession so he says you know whatever he says uh, you know uh, Yanko Frank and I'm a minion man so the judge says, what's a million man? So he says, well, you know, they give me a salary and uh, when, if they have nine men and they need a tenth, so, uh, so they call me up. So the judge says, Says, that's crazy. He says, I could do that. So he looks, I says, Oh, you're a you too, huh? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that's dumb. Okay, anyway, so moving on. Um, so the Gemara says like this um, The Elu what? <laughs> <No joke>. <laughs> 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 right. So the Gemara says, okay. The Elu Amru, where are we? Um, yeah, yeah. sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry, I said the Elu Makimi My time, what's the reason? Okay, so it can't be later. Now, since we had a statement of Rabbi Albert Bar we say a different statement of Rabbi Albert Bar How do you know that you don't count days when it comes to years? Years are measured in months, not days. So, month, day, years are counted by months, not by days. I'll say what this means in a minute. <laughs> Rabbanan, the Rabbanan of Caesarea stream, Ava Amru, and the Rabanan of Caesarea, the River How do you know you don't measure months by hours? You mention them by days. Until the month of days. You count days to months and not hours to months. What does this mean? So, Rashi says, the case is, for For example, somebody takes a vow that they're not going to eat something for a whole year, okay, now it's the third of Sivan, so how do you measure a year? So you measure a year until the second of Sivan, you measure it by sort of the day of the month, and you you do not measure it by days, you don't say, no, a year is 354 days, a lunar year, or a solar year is 365 days, so if you say you're not going to eat it for a year, that means 354, 365. No, you don't use, you don't go by days, you go by, you go by, you don't go by days, you go by months, which means like the day of the month. Similarly, if you say, I'm not going to eat this thing for a month, you say a month is till the same, you know, the day, the, the same date or one day before that in the next month. You don't say, no, a month is 29 and a half days. And you measure a month by hours, you know, it's 29 days and 12 hours. So you don't measure these by hours, you measure them by, you know, by, 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 by days. Okay. Um, um, Hold on, just, I'm sorry, just one second. I just need to answer this, I'm sorry, for one second. Okay. All right. So I'm sorry. Back to this. Okay. These things you can do later, not earlier. So as Mos says, Why? So why don't you do B'Av earlier? You don't want to start bringing in the bad things, the things that evokes all of the bad events, and you know, go early. Like let's do the fast earlier. No, these are things that we're supposed to want to be pushing off, want to be sort of showing, obviously, our reluctance about them. Um, you know, the fact that they're bad days. Chagiga, the HaKel, why do you do Chagiga and HaKel later rather than earlier? Because the obligation doesn't come. Chagiga you only bring during the Chag. You don't bring it before the Chag. And HaKel, presumably, the obligation only begins after the Chag is out, and it doesn't begin earlier. So somehow there's a sense that once the obligation began, it could be done a little bit later. But But before the obligation begins, you cannot do it. And Rashi says the same is true about the idea of Ase Kohanim. I think it's a little tautologist. Why do we make an assumption that if it's not on the date, it can be later than the date, but not earlier than the date? But somehow that's the idea. Alright, Um Tana Chagiga Vachozman Chagiga Ma'achrin. So the Chagiga and the entire time of Chagiga you can postpone. So what does that mean? I understand what it means to postpone Chagiga. If it comes on Shabbos, we postpone it till Sunday. What does he mean to postpone the time of the Chagiga? So, Amrav Ushia Haki Kamar, here's what it means. Chagiga the there are two scenarios you'll push things off. Number one, if the Chagiga falls out on Shabbos, if the first day of Yantiv falls out on Shabbos, and number two, the Ola Sri'iyah, if the Ola that you also bring on Yantiv, okay, over the Chag, that, man even when you know even in a normal scenario that that the Yontav is the first day of Yontev is not Shabbos but nevertheless it's a, and the first day of yontov is a t- day when you could bring the chagiga. It's not a day where you could bring the Ola, and therefore the Ola will always be not on the first day of yantav. Ma'achrin. So it's a very complicated way of saying you never bring the Ola Srei'iya on the first day of yantav. Although the first day of yantav is a Zman Chagiga, it's not a Zman Ola, and therefore you will always do it on, not on the first day. Why, why is that? Because you, Chagiga, you eat the meat, and therefore you can do something for ochal nafesh. Ola, you don't eat the meat. But that's right. That's right. <laughs> so the Gemara says, and Mani, and who is this? Beit Shamayi is Beit Shamayi. Now we're talking to Mishnah Beit Shamayi, Omri, Mizim, Shlamim, Beyomoto, the Ein, Som Chimaleim, Avalot, Aloot. You can bring Shlamim and You don't do smicha. We won't get into that. But you don't bring lot because you don't eat from them, even if it's an Olat Re'iah. Or Beit Hilo, Omri, Mizim, Shlamim, the the Som You can even bring an Olat Re'iah. It's a tsorach of the Yantav, and you can bring it. Wow. Ravah Amma. Yeah, we did all of that. When we debated yeah. now, Rava Ravahmachagiga calls Manchagiga ma'achrin. Now Ravah has a much easier read. You can postpone the chagiga for the duration of the time of the chagiga for the duration of Yuntiv. But say, well, you can't bring the chagiga after yantiv." Naan, we taught in the Mishnah, meaning after the whole Chag. Right? So you can postpone it from the first day to one of the other days of the Chag. You can bring, do it in a later Zman chagiga, but you can't do it later than the Chag. we taught in the Mishnah, If you didn't bring the chagiga on the first day, you do it the entire regel up, to the la- up through the last day but you don't do it later than the last day so you can only be an achrin if you're still during zman chagiga and if the entire regal passing you didn't bring your chagiga so you're done you're not obligated to bring it but you also want no, yotze not, you're not able to do it the the point of saying you can postpone it the entire Read it like Rava, you can bring the Khagiga late but only during the Zman Khagigah. But to tell you even a bigger Kiddush that you have the Zman Khagigah, you have a seven day period to bring it, the Asilu even by Atseret, even though by Shwitz is a one day. You could be ma'achrin the chagigah if you didn't bring it if the first day you was Shabbos or if Shavuos was Shabbos you could be ma'achrin it and you have man chagiga a whole seven days to bring it or six more days. modin that even though it's no longer Shavuos the day of slaughtering is Sunday that you can still bring it. There's an idea that you know the six days after Shavuos are still days which paralleling the. Chagim, which you can bring the Chagiga, which still connect to the Chag. Okay, let's just again turn the page. Oh, we're going to have to catch up sometime. I'm already a Rebbe I'm a Rebbe Hanina. Rebbe, maybe Shabbos will do two of them. Rebbe Nasser Nesia the V'Rachatz B'Krona Shelti Pari B'Shivasa Batamos, so there you go, late, late yesterday. Rebbe, number one, did a planting on Purim. This is going to get to the issue of Is Purim Asher Basias Malacha? Number two is he, literally, he bathed in the, like, wagon area, like in the wagons of Sipori It just means in public, like, hopefully the bay, whatever. He went into the bathhouse in public in Sipori on Kivasa to show that although it is a Tainis, you don't have any of the other Inuyin, right? You could have, yesterday you could have taken a shower, you could have done all the other things that you can't do on Tishabav and on and on um, Yom Kippur. So he did that to sort of publicly make that statement and he actually wanted to just get rid of Tisha B'av, wow. but they didn't agree to him so that's crazy why would he want to get rid of Tisha B'av, and how is he able to get rid of Tisha B'av? so it tells us what reads it to mean he doesn't literally want to get rid of Tisha B'av, maybe he wanted to make Tisha B'av on the 10th of Av because if you remember we learned at the end of time is that there's reasons to argue that it should have been the 10th of Av but anyway it's a pretty drastic statement so we'll just read one line about this in the Gemara a Lofan of or not the Gemara the end of this right Amar Rebi, of Rebbe, that wasn't what happened. It wasn't that he tried to get to a completely uproot Tishbab. Al It was a specific case where Tishbab fell out on Shabbos, for dachinu la'achar Shabbos, and we were going to, like the Mishnah says, postpone it to the tenth, the Amma Rebbe, and to Sunday. And Rebbe said, you know what? Since we're anyway, you know, not having Tishbab on the right day, we might as well not do it. So he actually, in one year, when it fell on Shabbos, that was the year he wanted to not have it. He didn't want to permanently get rid of it. But if you're not doing it on the right day, just forget about it. And the rabbis did not agree to him. No kidding. So <laughs> Kari ale. so, who was it that originally said the statement? Rabbi Eliezer, uh in the name of Rabbi Chanina, said to back to Rabbi Abba Barzavda, who, you know, remembered the story differently, Tovi mashnaim min ha'echad. So two is better than one. Without you around, I would have completely misremembered what this event was. With Rebbe, you helped me remember correctly that it was a particular case of Tisha Shabbat that fell out on Shabbos. We'll pick up with this tomorrow in the discussion of really the first line, which is the fact that he p- made a planting on Purim is Purim Asr Vasiat Malacha or not. So for that we will see you tomorrow. to make him say that? That Lo Oh, the original version. The original of it, what do you think? Oh think we can Oh. He recant. Uh-huh. Right. right. So much time in, your right. Right. So why did, did he, what did they do to him to make him say that? Oh. <laughs> Got it. Um, All right. A question about walled yes. cities. Are there yes. any yes. walled cities today where we, that have this, so you're we read on the 15th. Yeah. Are there any other cities oh, that yeah. would oh, yeah. classify that? Yeah, we'll talk that. about that. It should have been today's, stop, but we'll talk about it tomorrow. Okay, great. Yeah. Yeah.